Hey everyone, it's Danielle and Kate back with another episode of Go Ahead Mama. And today we are talking about yet another not so easy topic, but it's something that's definitely been on our brains and it's spirituality and kids. Dum dum dum. Yeah, so this one's this one's rough, but we're getting into it. Uh Danielle has faith in us. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, pun, pun totally that intended. Fun. That was her fun. <laughs> I have uh, faith but, in us. I'm so excited that you didn't let me not do that. I'm not going to let you walk away from that. I can't. Um, but yeah, so like Danielle said, this is definitely like a heavy thing and one that I think both of us have thought about a lot. So hopefully we will uh, be able to dump our brains out here for y'all in at least an entertaining way. Yeah, because I think the the, the the awesome thing about having Kate be my, like, bestie is that you can talk about the things that are, are really you struggling. Because, like, spirituality is not something that's easy. I mean, maybe for some people it's been easy, but I think it's something that I've constantly struggled with and, and evolved with. Um so I'm just really interested in kind of chatting with another awesome brain about how that's going to be addressed, if at all, with this young person that I'm supposed to be in kind of charge of. <laughs> at least I hear until you have some responsibility. <laughs> at least until she's like 15. Is that about the age when they were like, "You suck." I didn't ask to be born. <laughs> Well, we can take you out right now. Okay, back to the topic. Back to the topic. So, Kate, do you do you want to jump in here and kind of give us some insight into like what your initial thoughts about raising yeah. our is looking like? Yes. So, I definitely um, I I'm in a weird spot because I I don't believe in God. Um, I my family knows. I'm not super like I'm not a really like avid atheist. I'm not trying to persuade anybody. Like I think You're different things work for different people. Yeah, side. exactly. Like there <laughs> there are no posters involved. Like it's just something that I've thought about a lot, and it's a conclusion that I've come to. And there we go. Like it's out there. Um, and I'm lucky that I have family, like both in-laws and my own biological family that are like very diverse in their beliefs, but also really understanding that this is where I'm coming from. And that's cool. Um, and I don't feel like I miss out on a lot there. Uh, I think, you know, around my, the time my grandmother, my last grandmother died, uh, I kind of soul searched for a while and I was like, it would be really nice to think that she's like out there somewhere, you know, eating snacks, making ravioli. Uh, is that what they told you I, people I, do heaven? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. We're like lapsed Catholic. That's basically what hev- heaven means. Ravioli would um, be nice right for, now. for my dad's people, um, making ravioli, eating snacks. But yeah, I, I was just like, you know, I just, I'm just not there. Like, thought about other potential options i'm just not there it doesn't really bug me that much um so let me and i'm i'm kind of cool with a universe that's just like oh sorry go ahead no i was curious to ask you um did you did you grow up in like a religious environment like were your was was your family super spiritual or super religious so this is where i definitely not definitely not super religious like my dad has always been pretty much on the level with me. Um, I remember, so I grew up going to church. 
Um, I, in early elementary school, I was in Boston and we had like our little neighborhood church and then we moved south of Atlanta and then we church was a, a really big part of my life there. Hmm. You know, I went every Sunday I did, um, youth group after school, like we did lock-ins, we did, you know, all the, like the whole shebang. And by the way, like, this is where I have mixed emotions suddenly for the first time about religion since I was like in my early twenties, because that was really important to me for a long time. It ended up not working for me. Um, but especially when I was moving to a different place, I'm really glad my mom put it out there and was like, you're going to go to Sunday school because hmm. it was this built in community and this built in structure. And I was able, instead of just like being dumped into a new place on my own and having to kind of scrap it together, I at least had something to reject, which I think is valuable. <laughs> like I at least had these people who were like, I want you to be part of my community. And it gave me the opportunity to be like, listen, I really like the part where we eat moon pies and make stained glass, but the videos where you're trying to tell me that, like, if I play queen backwards, it'll tell me to start smoking marijuana. <laughs> True story. <laughs> True story. That was the final straw. Have and you I tried? just was like, I have not personally tried. I don't know. I haven't tried it, but I was like, if it's true, I don't want to know. And I came home and told my mom and she was like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I never had to go to church again, but it was really important to me. And I loved it. Like I even defended it with my dad, which I think was good for us. Cause it was a chance for us to have like kind of adult conversations um, and for me to disagree with him and be a grown up, and then for us to kind of grow together. Um, and I just worry that, like, Artie won't have one that kind of structured community. Like, he has our friends, um, and he'll have school, and we live in a great neighborhood, and we love our neighbors. And I'm, I'm not worried about him not having people, but that's something different than people who chose to come together about this idea. And then giving him the opportunity to decide, you know, with some pressure. And I think that's good pressure, like whether or not that idea works for him, like whether or not that belief system works for him. I don't want to leave him in a vacuum. Does, um, uh, so maybe I missed this part, but did you say that both you and Brent were on the same page about this? We haven't, you know, <laughs> hi, internet. We haven't discussed it that <laughs> oh, much. <yeah. laughs> Well, no, we're, I think we're on a similar page where we both have really mixed emotions. It's not like we're on the same page because we like are really sure about our plans for this and know exactly what we're going to be doing as he grows up. Like, I think we're both, he definitely had a really tight church community growing up and his parents and his family are still pretty, pretty active. Um, and you know, go to church every Christmas um, and it's something that we navigate together on that side as a couple. And so bringing Artie into that, I, I'm really, I have really mixed emotions. Well, um, but 
keep those emotions brewing because I did not mean to throw you into the fire pit there. I was just, I was just kind of curious because I know that, um, and we'll get into me in a second, but I think it is, it's sometimes even more challenging if like one parent is super spiritual and one is not. And then you're kind of like stuck in this place of dealing with your partner's expectations and then also trying to do what's best for the little one. So, right. Yeah, no, I, you know, I don't think I should get into his, his beliefs, but I will say that we both share this kind of conflict between feeling like, um, you know, we, we don't want to foist a belief system on him, especially when we're kind of not, you know, we're not drinking, drinking that particular Kool-Aid. Um, I say lovingly, uh, but (laughs) that didn't sound loving. Sorry, church. Uh, But at the same time, feeling like this was a really great, great source of structure. Uh, And I think, you know, we feel the same way about things like, like uh, the Boy Scouts, where it's like, it was really important to him. But at the same time, you have to recognize that they have really fucked up politics. Like, I, I, I was lucky that it, that church gave me a really great structure to build off of. And he had that same experience, but you know, I can't imagine given how stressful it was for me and how I felt like a square peg. Um, if, you know, if I had been gay or if I had like had severe depression or if I'd been in a, a family where we had like mixed race parents, I feel like that would have been incredibly stressful yeah. for me. Ooh, hey, let me tell you. Well, <laughs> being on the flip side here, <laughs> yeah, one Danielle, of these, these Kool Aid drinkers. No, what's your joking. deal? Tell me about your Kool Aid. Is it delicious? Maybe I'll give it a try. Some Sundays it's purple. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean. Everything you're saying, and I think this is what's awesome about these conversations, is that even though I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum here, I agree with, like, majority of what you're saying, right? Like, because outside of the essence that I I do believe in God, the challenges that I experience with kind of thinking about how I want to introduce that to Dowdy, thinking about how I have gone through ups and downs with my spirituality, um, how that's now shifted from a concept of religion to spirituality and all of those kind of challenges. Um, it wasn't particularly easy. And I think sometimes it is, um, I mean, we'll get into this later, but I do think it's sometimes simpler for parenting, at least when you're so firm in your beliefs up front and you're just kind of accepted that that's just what we do. That's just what we believe in. There's no question. And then you just pass it on to your kids, right? If you're still figuring out for yourself, hence why we do this show, because we're still figuring out everything for ourselves, it kind of gets a little more vague. So a little bit into my background, I, I, I like I said, I do believe in God. I, I think uh, God has been an extremely important part of my life, just because there's just so much crap that I've gotten myself into, and I know I didn't get out of it by myself. Like, I like <laughs> to think I'm talented, but... But whatever it is that you believe in, like for me, there's something greater than me out there that has really, um, 
you know, all jokes aside, been very valuable to me. And I think similarly, I grew up, I grew up Catholic, um, which seems to be the running trend. <laughs> and as someone that believes herself to be a progressive for women's rights, for racial equity, for gender equity, um, yeah, you can see where there would be conflicts there. <laughs> um, but I think what the cool thing is, is like how you said that you were like the square peg. I think my mom was also very much a square peg. So it was helpful that I saw her engage with religion in a way that didn't, that, that she very actively noted where it didn't align with her as a person. Yeah. So for me growing up, seeing this, it wasn't so much, and I, and I can see it in even like churches that we've affiliated, I've affiliated myself with over as an adult. Cause you know, it's kind of different. You know, I'm not particular. I don't go to, um, Catholic mass anymore, but, but that just depends kind of where I live. So because God is important, I kind of find a, a place where I can have that relationship with God in a, in a location. But I'm also of the belief, like it can happen anywhere. So I feel like I'm a little bit more of a, like a, a hippie spiritual person in the sense that like I'll never I mean one of the examples I'll always give is like clearly it is not the 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 way of the Catholic Church to be out in the streets you know parading in carnival we talk about carnival all the time but it's such a big part of my my history right it was our rule that we woke up on Sunday morning carnival in Miami is on a Sunday it's always Columbus Day weekend and I would go to church in the morning and then the only way I got to put my costume on was if I went to church in the morning right and then you come back <laughs> home and you do your makeup and you get in your costume and you you go dance in the street and it was I think that example for me explains why I felt comfortable maintaining the relationship that I have with God because I never felt that well yes I believe there are things that you do you should not do there was always room to be an individual if that makes yeah. sense. That's not something that was particularly taught in our Catholic mass. I didn't go to Sunday school. I wasn't actively part. It was kind of like we went, we got the message, and then we continued on with our lives trying to incorporate that message into it. What I will say, and where the challenge does arise, is that I'm not sure I particularly want to put Dowdy into that environment, into a Catholic environment again, but like you, I saw such benefit in the structure there. Um... And even if for you it wasn't a Catholic church, you know, like whatever church it was, there was that structure that was just really helpful in developing a young person. Um, something like you said that you can push back against, but at least you had a standard that you were at least looking towards. Um, and what I'm hoping for is that, and having, as usual, not looked at the outline and just kind of talking randomly, but what I'm hoping for is that I can do similar a similar thing that what my mom did for me, which was these people are going to interpret this for you. Always remember that you need to be actively engaging in thought about what's being told to you. Do not accept anything as the norm. And I hear a lot of my friends, I mean, we're, we're well-educated people and and it's just a fact that as you become more educated, the number of people that are um, spiritual or religiously related drops off, right? That's just, a fact. But what I'm encouraged by is that one, I have great friends like you that I never feel that are like, Oh, you dumb, dumb. Come on, <laughs> get it together. Danielle. Come on over. And I think the other thing is that I've been able to see how my experiences have been different from other people and how having kind of a, a woman that had, you know, blonde hair dyed and shortcut and, you know, would, 
was a great mother, but still was very progressive in the way she thought about her body and thought about um, her rights in an environment that would say otherwise. Like, I just think that was super, super powerful in allowing me to hold on to my faith, even when there were moments like, like, for example, like you said, when your grandmother died, it would be great to feel like she's eating crumb, you know, cakes and teas upstairs. For me, that was one of the moments where I was like totally compelled to lose my faith. Cause I was just like, this is just too much. How do I bear? Um, but knowing that she was that type of person and I could kind of navigate that okay, it's confusing, and I'm sure it was confusing for her, but I can still hold on to the core that these people in this church, be it Catholic, be it any denomination, don't define me, and they don't exactly tell me who I have to be. I can just use this as a standard that would then guide me forward is the reason why I feel very comfortable in my faith and comfortable in the faith that I hope Dowdy to have. And that's so... That seems like a really comforting thing that I hadn't thought about explicitly before, but like the, the gift of having had your own parents be open with you about questioning and like the, the give and take of their own religious feelings, like having your mom maintain that sense of identity while also taking the things that, you know, the, the core that she wanted out of religion yeah seems so like um it was great for you and then it's doubly great because you can see where you as a parent can really shape that experience and make it like give it as a gift to your kid like that that's something she can take as strength and you have you can influence that like obviously you know parents can't do everything yeah but this is a place where it feels like we have the ability to have some some kind of impact yeah and i think the 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 fact that our children are so young right now okay is kind of where i get nervous right because i i did have structure instilled at this i mean not even at this early age but at you know younger years that's when it was like you go to church you stay quiet you listen to it you know like it was like those respectful learning experiences and then as I get older, I could navigate further. I guess I'm nervous that if I don't put in, if I don't instill it as strictly now, does it get even more loosey goosey later? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's, that's true. That is a little nerve wracking, man. I was trying to be positive. That never happens. What? <laughs> You're trying to be <laughs> That was a mistake. No. Okay. So, I mean, no, no, you're right. You're right. Because we're, we're like, Daddy and Artie are growing up in a really different environment from what we grew up with. Yeah. I mean, and it's hard because, like, even like you, I have this, like, confidence in my faith and I have confidence in the fact that I'm being judged by God and God alone. But sometimes you go to church and you wear the wrong thing and you're just like, man, I don't know if I should have wore this today. <laughs> you know, it's just like, that's stupid. Like, I shouldn't even have to think about that. Or God's um, looking at your butt right now, Danielle. <laughs> or even, and, it, and I think the thing is, and like, this is what, this is why I'm so firm in kind of holding on to my faith. Or, or one of the many reasons and kind of encouraging our family to as well, because oftentimes it's not particularly God that's my problem. You know, it's usually the person that's telling us, oh, we haven't seen you in church one Sunday, so you must not believe anymore. Like, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? 
like, get off my phone. Don't, don't, do not get cussed <laughs> out. Do not get cussed out, sister so-and-so, because I will have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's what's hard, is, like, it's so nice to have a community, but then you're like, oh, this community is made up of humans, and a lot of humans are just, like, they're not bad people, but they're just up. They got different priorities. So, it, you know, on the one hand, that is annoying. But on the other hand, like, you know, sometimes it's good to learn, have to learn to deal with other people. I guess you've got school, you've got other environments. But it, it does feel like church is uniquely a place where, like, at school, you can have a relationship with your teacher where you're like, I know you wish I wasn't here. You know I wish you were dead. But we're going to make this work. I'm just going to get through this year. Fuck y'all. But that, like, at church, it doesn't really work like that, you know? Like, I know that there are a lot of relationships like that, but there's always kind of the pressure to be like, I'm going to find my zen. Yeah. I'm going to realize this person's completely full of shit, and I'm going to bury that deep inside myself. Do you see where the irony here is, though? Because I'm usually the one that's like, middle fingers! Middle fingers (laughs) to the world! And you're like, y'all, people are good. (laughs) We're probably sending really mixed messages right now. Um, Well, I think think probably part of it is that, like, maybe you have this core belief system in church where you didn't have to spend every moment being like, right now I could express my truth and really ruin some lives or i can just enjoy this moon pie you can tell what the most important part of youth group was for me <laughs> moon, pie. moon pies Hello. they're disgusting i loved them are they really disgusting um, though because oh i think God, they're, they're awesome. so gross it's like weird plastic marshmallow <laughs> oh, and it's like covered with pie. chocolate yeah do people know about moon pies, right? I, I do. Is something we can assume? Does England understand moon pies? England may not understand moon pies, but that just means that they should Google it so that they can be a yeah. part of this awesome. <laughs> England, Google it. Maybe you can like order it off Amazon or something. <laughs> they're so gross and they're amazing and they are a drug, a drug to adolescent and, Southern and children. And that basically kept Kate in church. <laughs> yes. I was there for the moon pies. I was like, I'm going to eat these moon pies. I'm going to be sweet to these people. And I mean, I think there's a part of me that wouldn't want Dowdy or Artie in church just for the moon pie, right? Like, but at what age do you really stop going for the moon pie? That's only when you go through, like, (laughs) I mean, there's a certain window where you're like, you go, you go anywhere for a moon pie. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. Like the, the, like carrot stick, the like moon pie slash enraged parent of church <laughs> you know right like, right. like uh, it's how it's how you, you you get there and then you kind of by accident learn how to be a human a little better i mean but that's p- part of it so here's the other benefit um without without trying to be like because i think the the crazy thing about you know, religion and politics and, and race. Uh, clearly we've talked about race on this podcast and, um, politics will eventually come up, I'm sure. But even though we try to avoid <laughs> them, but it's just a part of life. Right. And I think the thing about spirituality is like, you don't want people, like some people feel really passionate about like how like ridiculous is and others. Like, I can't believe people don't believe. I think we're both at the spot where we're just kind of like, we're just trying to figure out where we stand and either way it's really how we're going to convey this to our children in a way that gives them the freedom to decide 
Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you how do you keep it open? How do you like take all the good parts of religion as distinct from spirituality, but also like do those things need to be delivered in the same way? Here's what I found fascinating. I've had some family members um that were kind of like on the no church, no no real religious kind of like they had spiritual backgrounds, religious backgrounds, they go to church with their families, but like when they became a couple and then when, you know, before they had kids, it was like, mm, not a part of our lives. Then they had their child and then it was like, we're saying grace before dinner. And I always found that fascinating because I'm just like, yeah, it's almost like you're doing it maybe because you believe through the experience that you've had of childbirth. Maybe that's what activated it. I've not had the personal opportunity to ask them, um, but I think that's one option that happens. And then the other option is you're just trying to give your kid foundation in as many ways possible. And yeah. give them structure. I, yeah. I understand that a lot more now than I used to, you know? Um, yeah. And then you're just trying to hold on to the fact, okay, like, they'll decide later, but I'd rather them know than not. Yeah. I think it's also, like, you were talking about uh, having a, like, these are the things we believe. Like, having answers is so attractive when you have kids. Like, before I got pregnant... I was like, I don't want to find out the gender. And my husband and I were talking, and he's like, dude, it's a data point. Like, we don't know what what we're doing. Get every data point you can. Like, get all the tiny scraps of certainty you possibly can, because our lives are just plunging into, like, this great, super intense unknown. And it feels like a lot of people who were kind of, ah, you know, religion, whatever, I haven't really thought about it, all of a sudden, when you are faced with, like, the gaping abyss that is raising another human being, like, having some certainty starts to have some appeal. Yeah. Like, I get that. I wish I could just hand Artie a book (laughs) or, like, turn Artie over to my pastor and be like, this is the source. Like, if you have questions, we will consult the source and there will be answers. But see, this is As, where I actively, not disagree with you, but I actively disagree with, with the concept of religion as a place to just kind of, like, delegate your responsibility to think critically about things. Yeah. Like, yeah. no bueno, no bueno. <laughs> because that's exactly where I feel like things go right. And I feel like you're right. Like, that is what a lot of people do. And I'm, I'm glad, as your friend, that you're, you'd rather say, like, listen, no, nah, we're not on the team as far as I'm concerned, then for you to be like, you know what, Danielle, I'm just going to hand him over to the church <laughs> and they're going to tell him <laughs> everything about life. And then he's going to yeah. come back to me traumatized. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Day. Yeah. I mean, it's, just, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's a lot harder. I can understand the appeal, but yeah, it is a lot harder to have to think about everything all the time. I'm Cause that's really like re- religion feels to me like a good way to <laughs> tight organized religion feels like a good way to have structure on the positive side and also to like oh man i can already tell you my best friend's mom if she ever hears this she would murder me but to avoid having to make certain decisions yourself she's gonna kill me okay but here's the other thing about um Okay, so then it's also the idea, like we talked about last time about feeling um, pressures from the outside world. Um, And you've already said that your family is pretty supportive. I think, luckily, my family is pretty hands-off. 
Um, that might be because I've generally been, in air quotes, a good kid. So my, most of my decisions have not been kind of like, oh, I'm going to streak or I'm going to like get random tattoos. Like my sister, <laughs> they probably would like question every single step. She'd be like, are you doing it? Have you gone to church? Like they give her a lot more questions about going to church than they do with me. And my sister's chill, you know, she just, she had tattoos at the young age, whatever. Don't judge her. Um, <laughs> I love your sister already. She's amazing. Um, but I think that's also probably why both my husband and I kind of generally did what people wanted us to do as a child. So now as adults, they kind of leave us alone. Um, but I think it's one of those, I, I, I don't understand fully why people have been hands off. And I, I'm, I clearly haven't thought about it before today, but we don't get a lot of pressure from our families. I think they like the idea that when we, we, we proactively tell them, oh, we might've gone to church today or, you know, um, like we had uh like a baptism for dowdy and things like that so they get the hint that we're still actively involved um but if they don't hear it for a while i know my uncle will be like you did you go to church no mm. i'm like i'm like oh lord <laughs> like jeez why does that have to be that serious i missed one sunday one sunday <laughs> so somebody's watching you yeah yeah there are definitely people watching but but this is part of my, my mom's badass demeanor that kind of spilled over definitely to my sister and, and has like definitely spun off to me is that people are not that bold to ask me questions unless they really want the answer. Um, yeah. and I'm generally polite, but I think this is really reminding me what spirituality kind of meant for me was that it's mine. It's not yours. It's not the churches to decide for me. Like I will take from it. And there are so many so many believers that will cringe hearing me say this and I will probably get condemned just like you will. (laughs) They're like shifting us both aside. Like, no, she's a fake. But I just feel like thinking for yourself is so important. And that's, that's what I want Dowdy to do is I would love for her to keep a faith because I think it is helpful to believe that there is something bigger that's giving validation outside of people and outside of things and jobs and and again this is just my perspective you know but that's yeah that's a benefit from my end but i also want her to take that and understand that other people will impose their decisions on on you and they'll impose you know, their expectations and you have to actively um critically think about that yep yep yeah i that that seems like the big one like how do you teach your help your kids like teach them how to think and motivate them. But how think. are you talking about ethics then? Cause I feel like every parent wants the general conversation of like, yeah, well you shouldn't kill people. Right. Like, right. 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 Like murder there's some things generally like bad. murder <laughs> bad, but yeah, I, you know, I thought about it a lot and it does seem like if you, if you have a religious foundation, those ethical questions come up a lot more, you know, like if we go on Sunday to the, you know, the Academy of Sciences or something here, then we'll see a lot of penguins, but nobody's going to be like, what do you think about abortion? Mm. Or like, what do you think about poverty? Or what do you, you know, nobody's going to bring up one of these big issues. And for me, that was really great because even though I came down, you know, 75% disagreeing with what was brought up in church, (laughs) it forced me to think about it, you know, and it forced me to kind of like 
sit there and either call bullshit or be like, okay, even as a, you know, adolescent jerk face, I can recognize the value in like this approach to, to treating others. Um, and, and force me to kind of push through that. And I do worry that, that those aren't conversations that just naturally pop up if you're going on hikes on the weekend, you know? Well, I mean, but here's the, Here's here's the challenging point too is like I this is where I also like I'm I'm probably losing so many Christian points right now but I don't necessarily think that like church in itself is the only place to have those conversations um, because like for example right now we'll go to church and Dowdy is twenty months she's a twenty month old baby and she rejects their little nursery section so she'll sit with us and like play there's a, do we really get the message every Sunday no <laughs> we don't um, so like. I don't want to, I guess I was curious, actually, maybe this was a curious side that like, if you're not in, you know, injecting yourself in an environment where this is kind of said, today's topic is like, you know, how are you, I mean, maybe right now you're not talking to Artie about like life issues, but just, <laughs> and you know, just thinking about the yeah, future. Yeah, if like, I were like, Artie, so <laughs> between liberty and equality, <laughs> What's the more important value? He'd be like, hat. <laughs> Definitely hat. Hat. Listen, hat, I think it trumps all. <laughs> hat is his top value right now, followed so, closely by puppy. So, so, so basically we'll have to revisit this when they're a little bit older. But I guess I was but just yeah. curious because I was just like, man, even in church you can miss topics. Oh, and, Yeah. And when they do go to Sunday school, you're not there with them. So it's only what they bring back to you. Do you get to challenge? So are you, you yeah. know, I, will I sit there and be like, okay, Debbie, I anticipate this week they're going to tell you that, like, <laughs> abortion is bad. Okay. Yeah. And I would have to preemptively have that conversation. Like, that's kind of weird, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. And, well, and, you, and otherwise, you just have to trust that you're, the other stuff you're doing is laying the groundwork for them to do that challenging on their their own. Yeah. You know, I guess I guess that's what my main my main thing will be is that we just have to start those conversations. Like normal normally as a parent, you're like, "Oh, I don't want to have the sex talk. Oh, I don't want to have to talk about drugs." And now I'm just adding like 7,000 new topics <laughs> to that list of conversations I don't want to sit down and have. Although, like, let's go say... get ice cream and talk about how like you should, you know, donate to charities and not murder people. <laughs> but I want to know did you actually do a nativity play? Oh yeah. Wait, I need to hear about this. Cause yeah. no, no, this is probably what happened. Like nobody forced me to do a nativity play. <laughs> oh, we did nativity plays every year in elementary school. Who were you in the nativity play? I, um, I think I was a wise man. You were the wise man. I was, was progressive. I was a sheep. I was a sheep one year. <laughs> I was much, I was, you know what, you can say progressive, but I was so bummed to be a wise man and so psyched to be a sheep. I was like, I get to wear little willy ears. I don't I'm gonna know be what so that cute. says about you. I don't know what that yeah. says about you. It's dark. It's dark. Sorry, feminism. <laughs> I'd rather be a sheep than a wise I man. I failed the sisterhood. <laughs> uh, failed. I think you're a winner. I think you're a winner. 
Look at us. See, this is what happens when people actually open up and talk about things positively. Two people, distinct backgrounds, coming together to say they love each other anyway. Is this not what spirituality is about, people? <laughs> yeah, we're the most diverse couple of lapsed Catholics on the face of the earth. <laughs> Put a tack in that one, and we're going to have to come back to it because we don't know what we're doing. But we're yeah. thinking about it a lot. And let us know what you guys are thinking because, honestly... We we like Kate said. We just we just don't know, and I think like it's it's a conversation that people will feel maybe a little uncomfortable bringing up. But we're we're open to the feedback. We're open to your thoughts, um, respectfully. But and there are infinite approaches on this that are all really interesting, and we'll have to find out you know whose kids are going to be meth addicts. I mean, here's the other thing: who, when, when do you start talking? Maybe we're maybe we're approaching this just a little bit too damn early. And it's when kids actually know how to spell their names. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We'll find out. Stay tuned. This and more. (laughs) Thanks, mamas.